0: there this is the Havila Cunnington podcast and this is Ben Cunnington and yes I've taken over the podcast again if you tuned in last week we had a a great interview conversation that we tuned in for with Havila and Christine Kane um, from our online empowerment summit from earlier this month and again if you missed that I encourage you to check that out it it was an, an incredible event that was just we hosted online with 17 different uh, interviews with Havila and and incredible communicators from around the world and uh, so anyways you can check all of that out mypowerfullife.org those will all be up to the end of January um, but yes we have been busy we just got back from LA today uh, Havila was there in Pasadena at H Rock Harvest Rock. Um, preaching at a prophetic conference, which was a, a great time. Just an incredible community there. Cheon, Pastor Cheon, and the whole leadership team at Harvest Rock. And then uh, she also spoke both Sunday services at Expression 58, just a great church in Glendale uh, with uh, great friends of ours, the Toledos, who lead that church. And um, just so many great things going on down in LA. So if you are in the LA area, and are looking for uh churches or looking for a church i encourage you to check out either one of those churches they're they're amazing communities and uh, so yeah we got back and we're in the middle of a global book club that just launched today Uh, so yeah if you've been tuning in with us recently you've probably heard about that and uh, hopefully you are checking it out it just started this this morning uh so check that out. I'm gonna tell you more about it at the end, as well as uh Havila's brand new book just came out, which is super exciting. So we'll talk more about that at the end. But for now, um uh, let's jump back into this uh the second part of this conversation with Christine and Havala. It's part two of Building Eternity Now.
1: Let me ask you, what do you do in a practical way when you face a battle? What do you like to do? I mean, not just like, what? What are? what's your go-to? What will you do the next day? Do you get out and ride your bike? I know you ride your bike. You have a
2: scooter. I know that you... I I've got my Vespa, you know? yeah. Um,
1: your Vespa, that's what it is, yeah. So that, yeah. What, what's your thing? What? What's kind of your, what do you do that's just out of habit to get you kind of one foot in front of the other?
2: Yeah, it is. it is a first thing I do is I've got a couple of go-to people that um, I need that... Covering like when it when it is like something that is really almost going to take me out if i if it's a a battle that i know me and jesus yeah, get yeah, on my scooter yeah. or i'll go for a run and you know um i will just pray in the spirit kick devil butt like you know yeah, i do sure. if it's like this is this is darkness is it like i feel like it's going to take me out um i've got a couple of uh no one person can be anything. I'm very blessed, and wow. I'm I'm married to a very godly man. You are. And, um, he's, very, he's very wise, and he is. Uh, I mean, he is a general. You know, like he is a four star general. And so, um, I know that's not everyone's experience, but I but it is mine. And um, yep. so for me, that covering that um, four star general kind of like it just it covers me too. And then I can go and do something, go to the gym, go for a run. For me, it's a very physical. Yeah, um, you a physical. are.
1: <laughs> yes, I can attest to that. I've been in Greece and I'm like on the plate. I get off. I feel like I got ran over a train and I'm like, where is she? She's out there. Like, you're yeah. like, I want to run. I'm like, I don't know what just happened right yeah, now. That, that is
2: me. So <laughs> like, that keeps me, my endorphins aren't <laughs> happening. That just keeps <laughs> me going. And, um, and then filling myself, with the word, you know, I'm old school, I don't have any uh, cute little tricks. Um, I have certain uh, things, Stephen Furtick has got a few like four minutes, you can do it, you can overcome, the battle is the Lord's and they are just music and scripture. It's yeah. like, like a it I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, so He's got a new one coming out in June and he, so he sent it to me this morning. No one's heard <laughs> yeah, it yet. Come
0: well, on.
2: I've probably played that 20 times already this morning. I'm like on the way to the gym. Uh, even in the house, I want it in the atmosphere. Um, there are times when it's worship music, but there are times for me, different people, you know, some people are uh, worship bunnies. They can sit there and uh, <laughs> I've, I'll have the worship bunny thing happening, but then I need <laughs> worship bunny. That needs more. to be <laughs> worship bunny on a sweater. Right now. Well, she funny that's it you know. <laughs> but, but I need the word I need flat out word so the music is behind the word but it is declaration so there is something about declaring and decreeing and I don't know if that's my prophetic apostolic evangelistic side it might be but I can speak myself back to a right place on. so it's that's true. I'm big on that
1: and you're also really good at you. You really do have women around you, specific women, at seasonal yeah. women at times, and then lifelong women that you yeah. really have comrades. You know, yeah. like kind of the exact same thing you're doing, and they don't look exactly like you, and they're not, but they're just comrades. They're people that are like, "I'm with you, I get it," and I just have watched you. Some women live very alone and isolated, and you don't. You're like, mm. "I'm going to have a few people that are like comrades with me," and you do give platform. To many different women that you're like, come hang out with me, and you give them a place to happen. And also, you—it's not just ministry women, but it's professional. It's women that in their own right can stand and lead a boardroom and can still be on a platform with you. And I think that's key: is that when we recognize powerful women are not just the platform women, but they're in every aspect of life. It, it's very—it's very cool. So I even have met a few of your friends that are very like—you would—they wouldn't be a platform, but they are. They're tried and true and powerful and influential in
2: their own right. Oh, absolutely. They're the ones they'll give me a kidney. They'll, you know, <laughs> they'll get That's the awesome. devil butt. And so my thing is if you know God and you know how to pray, I don't, you know, you're you're in my yep, in that close world because wow. um, I don't know how people do it alone. I don't know that anyone does it well alone. Um, yep. I don't know that Jesus so set up a precedent do. of doing that. And again, if you're seeing this as a career. Then you're threatened by anyone that might either be better than you, or as good as you, or doing what you're doing. But if you're seeing it as a calling, you are looking for who's signed. And again, that comes from how you. I like how you worded it. Um, When you, that's why the scripture says, "Set your mind on things above." So when you come from an eternal perspective, means I'm not looking for anything else in Christ. I have. I'm already there. So in terms of arriving. Yeah. I have no more arrived now than I was yeah. at 21 when I started following Jesus. I arrived then because then, in that moment, I was seated in heavenly places yeah. and I had access to every spiritual blessing that was... At. What I'm learning is how to access what I've always had better and better all the time. Yes. So the minute I start thinking how many followers I have on social media or if I get another New York Times bestseller or if I'm, um, you know, it, the minute I start thinking yeah, validates me yes. it's not even when you do what i do you know like let's just say in a few weeks i guess by the time this is going to be shown to people i would have just spoken at passion for like the fifth or six years straight and there's forty thousand kids you know it's going to be very powerful now the minute i think wow i better be good because you know um somehow i've got to prove myself because i'm in that room it's the invitation that validates you not when you're on the platform so yeah. the that once you've been invited, a lot of us we just think I've got to write the best book, I've got to speak the best, yes. I've got to be don't yes. actually even think about me when I'm out there. I'm thinking about them and yeah. I'm thinking- because the validation came when the Holy Spirit prompted them to invite me to speak. That was the validation. I don't need to prove anything after that. I just have to be who God's called me to be. Mm-hmm. And if you don't understand that, you spend your whole life and then nothing is ever enough. How many followers are enough? Yeah, yeah. someone that's got more than you. There'll always be someone that's got less than you. How many New York Times bestsellers are enough? Someone's always going to have more. Yes. And what is the goal? Who says that that's the goal? Yeah, yeah. Nobody knows in Bulgaria, in the Ukraine, in Britain, Nobody knows them. But I'm telling you, when we get to heaven and the Lord's handing out eternal rewards, this is not a game to me. I guarantee you they're going to get a ton more than a lot of people yep. that are not well-known does not mean that you're faithful. Yeah, come on. At all. And come that's on. why we say that, but God will work it into your heart and then if you can work through it and really land there, you're going to have a flourishing ministry. Yeah, that's right. Your life. But the truth is a lot don't work it because it's all an issue of the heart. That's
1: it what is. I remember, I don't remember the exact names, but there was something where the, there was a, a movement, the Calvinists, with Armenian, and there were the two leaders, and somebody was trying to trap one of the leaders and said, do you think they're going to be in heaven? And the gentleman said, oh, no. He said, they'll be so far in front of us, we'll barely see the back of their head. Yeah. Like he went, don't even, don't even start to put this into play. Eternity will be so different than what we see here on earth. I, I am so inspired. Like you, I feel like <laughs> I could run now. <laughs> I, <love laughs> I could go work out. <laughs> but I'm curious. What are you excited about for, for next year? I mean, obviously you're, you can, people can find in all different aspects But yeah, sure. you, you know, you wrote a book last year called unashamed. You obviously had your other book on which is, your journey and you're doing a new a new curriculum i i, I don't know well, it's, it's a book
2: and a, it's a book and a curriculum well, okay, so, yeah.
1: called, um, and, and that's called unexpected so i'm curious like is that what is that what you're thinking about this year what else are you thinking about
2: yeah um, pretty much by the time i've done it <laughs> i've thought about it and so um, so i think though uh it will be what i've watched in the last couple of years is a lot of unexpected things have happened um and, you know, whether it's politically, uh, environmentally, socially, wow. morally, and I've watched how many Christians have been shaken and it shocked me because I'm like, Scripture says only those things that can be shaken will be shaken so that those things that cannot be shaken shall remain. Now, Jesus is still on the throne. It doesn't matter who's in power. It doesn't matter what what's happening in Wall Street. But the fact that Christians are shocked by the unexpected rather than understanding that our whole journey lies in the unexpected. And that's where the...
0: Come on. Babe?
2: What just happened? Ben? Babe? Oh, you're back. Oh, there you are. Yeah. The
1: Sorry, I keep going. Are you gonna edit
2: this. What's gonna happen?
1: <laughs> okay, so you're basically you. You were talking about. Um. Um. I got a little distracted because I'm really upset that that was right in the middle of it. Okay, so I mean,
2: I I'm gonna. I was talking something. about unexpected in yeah. a shaken world. So, yeah,
1: yeah, you were saying there are people that were shocked that they were unexpected that things yeah. happened.
2: But and things somehow happened. it's as if because something has happened politically or environmentally or economically or socially or personally. Um. Somehow that changes the promises of God. Yeah. It absolutely shocked me of how many I'm walking away now, or I'm not. And I'm like, oh my gosh, the devil hasn't even started yet. If I'm this is not enough to take you out, uh, you're not even going to make it in the last days. And so it is. So my whole sort of theology of faith, how I fight, where I fight from, um, yeah. and I go through very personally. Um, unexpected betrayals in my life, when I got the cancer diagnosis, uh, when um, in my um, marriage, my children. I mean, it is very going, I don't know what you all think life is like, but if I need to lay it out this bluntly for everyone to go, this is how faith operates, there's nothing expected in my life. And so um, you actually limit God by your expectations or you release God by your expectations. So if you... um, you know, according to your earnest expectation, whatever it is. So, if the, the limit of your expectation is, I'm going to get a New York Times bestseller, or I'm going to be asked to speak at the. I mean, what a small. Little, if God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above anything that I can ask, hope, or think, why would I limit God? So, I don't even have five year goals. I don't even have, I think I'm going to, because yeah. God's going to do more. And my eye hasn't seen, my ear hasn't heard, nor has it entered into my heart. So, no matter how big I dream, it's, it's it's so limiting of what, of God. And so I yeah. um, I don't even operate in that realm. I don't even use that language really pretty much. And so I'm thinking, um, I'm like, God surprised me. The only thing I know is you're going to be there. And so, yes, um, how we navigate the unexpected will determine whether we end up um, at our expected end, which is what is yeah. for us, which yeah. is your plan and purpose. So there'll be a lot around that. I'm, I'm doing, uh, you know, there's a couple of things I've been feeling um, it's not like I don't have a message per se, but I'm going to do a month straight uh, on the outcry tour of, of evangelistic nights, straight out gospel. I think there's been this pulling back of straight out gospel yes. to yes. salvation. I agree. So I want to stir up that gift again, That's so i right. old school, Chris Kane. That's how I started okay. um, on the road doing that. I've been doing these nights of fire. Um, yeah. because I really? Uh, want to marry i, I just the, the the fact that why we're in so much of a mess maybe in north america is when you um try to silence the voice of the holy spirit when you uh, deny the power of god then yeah. you end up yeah. in a very carnal natural mess that we're in and so um these yeah. nights of fire old school amy uh-huh. Catherine Coleman. Okay. it's that so i've been uh, that i'm very excited okay. about um, those things. So it's it's old school's new school for me. So yeah. Signs and wonders, uh, that, yeah. and that, that kind of thing, getting the prophetic word back out. Right. There. I'm not pulling back. Like, I'm not going to be in back. a neat little box. Um, I'm not just going to give you five principles on how to have a good life because I wouldn't know what they are. I want God, prayer. No. So that's why your book, I love it. Warfare, people have got to lay a hold of it. Yeah. Because it is, when I say a now message, there's nothing new under the sun, but there are now messages that we need. No one needs a new word, we need a now word. And mm-hmm. the now word is Christians need to learn to fight. Mm-hmm. And not, um, you know, fight with, fight for, fight. We have got to, fight. we've lost our fight. We have. we become, oh, I don't want to offend anyone with confusion. Yep. Yeah. With endorsement and we just don't want to seem judgmental. But you know, if I had um if this was a bottle of poison here and it had a label poison on it, and I ripped the poison label off and I put chocolate syrup and put that in your refrigerator, you would think I'm crazy because the milder you make the label, the more potent you make the poison. And we're not telling anyone that there's we're not telling anyone that there's a cure, which is the blood of Jesus, we're not telling there is the power of. Of God, yes. and you can pull down strongholds, and you can start to really confess and declare and decree the promises yes. of God over your health, over your finances, over your family. Yeah. Um, all the cool, sleek Christianity has gotten us nowhere. The devil is not nervous of not nervous. Christianity. I but you get the fire of God, and you know how to wield your sword, and you know how to put on the full armor of God, and you know how to use that word as a as a a, a sword. I'm telling you, yeah. struggles come down, yeah, free. So instead of justifying why nobody can change and just accept your victimhood and accept your little plight and accept your identity, how about we put on the new man in Christ and then fight to come walk in who we are. So that's that's um, what i on. <laughs> I really I'm I'm telling you, I'm ready. Do an
1: altar call. I'll respond. I'm I'm I want I, mean, I am so ready for that. I'm like, yes and amen, Chris. Let's let's let teach us. Teach us. Go let's go back. I mean awakenings happened, revival happened. It was when people did not count themselves as the most important thing in the room. They counted God as the most important thing in the room, and they wanted to give it. So I cannot wait. People can see you on outcry. They can find you at these nights of fire. And I cannot wait to hear the reports, because I do believe we are going to see miracles. We're going to see thousands of people saved. And we might even spark a new type of following Jesus that we have needed for a long time. And no more back and forth with Christian people saying different things that make us look like we, some are more loved, but actually like, Let's get back to simple Christianity, which is what we all came here to do anyway.
2: And that's the bottom line because the fact is every revival in history was preceded by deep repentance. So what we're trying to do is either enable people or judge people, and only the Holy Spirit can uh-huh. cause repentance from... So I want to create such an atmosphere. Uh-huh. You know, I repented of my sin, when I left various lifestyles, when I stopped uh-huh. various habits... I didn't hear 20 sermons on it. But the conviction of God yes. was so strong that I no one had to tell me this is wrong. You can't sleep with that person. You yes. can't go out. No one had to tell me. Yes. God himself the convict
1: Yes. Come on. The conviction of God. What- we got you back. Okay, yeah, if you're
2: like asking conviction me, of God, it's the devil. It's he doesn't want this to go out. You can it's feel the it. of God, because what I, and I've said this for years. We had the what we had um, in the late seventies, eighties. Yep. The identity revival: who we are in Christ, the Word of Faith. This is who we are. Then we had the Grace Revolution with Joseph Prince, and such an understanding, and we so needed yes. it. Such yes. an identity. Understand grace. I think the next thing that um, we are on the verge of is a holiness revival. Come on. And, um, that's really where I'm thinking. Yeah. 2013, I feel the fire of God. I feel isolated enough. I certainly feel that I've been, in some areas, um, ostracized, marginalized enough to know I can. Um, And I've gone to that place with God saying I'm willing to be consecrated, I'm willing to pay whatever price. I won't look cool, I won't look slick. Some of the circles I ran in don't want me to run with them because, you know, I will be called judgmental or legalistic. But the last time I checked, obedience is not legalism. (laughs) So um, I'm I'm going for old school holiness. That's
1: right, that's right. And you cannot, at the end of the day, there will be the bible says signs followed them so if we preach the word we're telling you signs are going to follow us Mm -hmm. and at the end of the day we would i think about my dad he was addicted to drugs suicidal living as a a congressman's son like but as a hippie walks into a little church where three old women are praying for a bible when it came as a hippie two of them walked out and never wanted anything to do with it but when he came in, he said the name of Jesus and the beads that he chanted to, which was Krishna, began to choke him. He reached up, pulled them off, they scattered all over the floor, and he said, I was delivered at that moment. And not only that, delivered from every suit from suicide, from drugs, from you know, all the things that he had worshipped. And I'm believing for that. Like we need that kind of stuff. So yes and amen to this. I'm celebrating you and I'm championing you in this. And um, I just, I cannot wait. Um, Yes and amen to those that are watching even today that are, that are getting stirred um, with parts of you that have tried to fit in a different world. And I really believe God's like, you need to make a choice. What kind of Christianity are you going to be? Are you going to be a Christian that fits in? Are you going to be a Christian that falls hard after me and is willing to pay the price? Jesus paid the price. We shouldn't be afraid to pay our own price, and it will cost us. I'm very confident that it will cost each of us. Um, so I love you so much. You are the busiest woman that I know in terms of like in the most demand and things that are coming at you. I feel incredibly honored to have this time with you. Um, I, I know there are going to be many people that are going to rewatch this and watch this and rewatch this because they're going to be inspired by having a, a spiritual mama there out there saying you've got this so I can't wait I love you have a blast of passion and all the other things you're doing this year I love you Chris I love you have a great day
0: thanks so much for listening to this podcast part two of building eternity now with Havila and Christine Kane and again if you want to listen and jump into the rest of these conversations uh, from the online summit Uh, Check it out at mypowerfullife.org. Those will be up through the end of the month. A bunch of amazing videos that you can watch. And so, um, again, uh, cool things happening ahead. Havila is back on the road. So if you are in the Baton Rouge, Louisiana area, she's going to be there Wednesday, January 24th for a women's night. It's going to be awesome. You don't want to miss out. If you're in that area, I encourage you to check it out. And she's going to be in Portland early February, in Anaheim, California early February. So uh, head over to HavilahCunnington.com to check out all the uh, upcoming event details and get all of that um, in case you are in those areas. And um, again, this book club, global book club, I encourage you, uh, you don't want to miss this. We just started literally today, January 16th. It's completely free. Uh, Sign up for it. Truthtable.com. Invite your friends. It's happening for six weeks. Uh, You don't need the book. Um, Havla came out with the with her brand new book, Stronger Than the Struggle, which we are like just pinching ourselves. The feedback we're getting so far has just been so fun. People just getting incredible breakthrough and just freedom and just um, people reading it in one sitting or um you know just can't put it down so it's it's always fun to hear that it's it's fun to hear the impact uh that it's having and just um so i encourage you jump in join the conversation at truthtable.com. and hey a little quick secret here uh amazon ran out of stock of this book uh huge bummer but hey we're doing something fun if you order this book to jump into the book club and uh, because of the delay, we will send you like the first half of the book uh, as a digital PDF and you can have it immediately. Uh, join into the book club, start right away, and you'll get an email Tuesdays and Fridays for six weeks while we're in this book club. It's completely free, so again, you don't have to have the book, um, but you know, we always encourage you to get it because you'll, you'll really get the full experience that way And, um, so anyways, check it out again. Thanks so much for listening. We always love that you give us a few minutes of your day and until next time, have a wonderful day and we'll talk to you soon.